0: Me real quick here uh pop through we're gonna move into a theme tim and i are gonna kind of um share this around what we've been praying today with this unity but before i do that i just want to take literally five minutes i think i can do that actually and say this that uh, i want to talk about anchoring deep in who god is um listen you're you're just circumstances are never going to give you peace the way you feel will never give you peace but setting your mind on the lord and it's so funny that matt did this during the prayer meeting if you were here and he and i hadn't talked, but Isaiah it says, "For those who stay their mind, for for those who stay their mind on the Lord, He will keep them in perfect peace." And that takes some intentionality for you to meditate. Yes, relationally speak to Him, real things. But to take a Bible verse like First 1 Timothy 117, this is one of my favorite, like big boom uh, verses from the Apostle Paul. Look at the look at what this is. Just clearly, Him saying it's kind of like He's ending a section that he's writing in his letter. He says, to the king of the ages, or to the king eternal, immortal, invisible, the only God, be honor and glory forever and ever. Amen. I want to encourage you, yes, use your Bible to find truth and principles for living. Yeah. But the primary use of the Bible is to give you the greatest revelation on the planet. The Holy Spirit's primary ministry is making Jesus known. Making the Lord God known. The knowledge of God is the greatest knowledge. And so, somebody I've heard them say, the knowledge of God or the, the study of God is the most ne- neglected subject in the kingdom of God often. Often we're talking about the kingdom and what happens and how we do. But God himself is where we should anchor our hearts and Revelation. So, there are four things in this verse. I'd love to just say them over and over and think about them while my brain... Kind of grows inside of my heart, grows the king eternal, that he's the king of the ages. That I think about the internality, the the king of the ages means it's this word, um, well, it doesn't matter what the Greek word is, but it basically has that theme of through the ages or never ending. And so thinking about the Lord eternal, the king, our king is eternal past and eternal future, this is one of the primary reasons that he'll have victory. Yes, he has raw power to deal with his enemies. But he's going to outlive all of them. <laughs> he's, he's eternally, I mean, it's just a joke. Some dude's, you know, roaring for three to 30 years as a dictator. He will eventually be food for worms because he's going to die. And so thinking about our king who will never die, ruling over the generations of man, that etern, eternality of the Lord is such a powerful thing that expands your heart, that he's immortal, that there's not an ounce of death in the Lord He's, he's just, he can't decay. There's no entropy. He's immortal. He, that's immortality that he's in. And now Jesus has got a body in the natural realm that actually is burying this thing that comes out from the Godhead. The Godhead will forever live and never, ever dies. And now Jesus has translated that into really a human body, and we're going to get one of those. He's invisible. And, and I don't, this is a wild one. This is the glory of God. This is actually a crazy, frustrating thing to our natural man. If he's just, if he's God, then just show us. (laughs) And there's this frustration in the flesh that's obsessed with from the Adam race, determining reality by sight, what we taste, feel, see, smell, you know the deal, by the physical realm. And actually the glory of our king is that he's invisible that we're learning to interact with the invisible realm in this room right here and in our lives. So you're praying, Lord, that you're invisible. That's awesome. I'm actually frustrated about that regularly. want to see with my eyes, but I'm praying you awaken my heart that I interact with the invisible realm. Because I promise you this, what's energizing the visible realm right now is the invisible realm. What is seen is going to pass away. What is unseen will eternally dwell. So his invisibility... You're praying, Lord, remove it from being a frustration to being something that's glorious in my heart and I know how to interact and he's the only God. He's the only God at the end, okay? So that there's, he's singularly, that we are monotheistic, that he's the only God. So my point in this is this, in five minutes to say this, take these things, pray about them. I just did it a little bit. Have some conversation with him about it. What does it mean that you're eternal? What does it mean that you're invisible and that's glorious and forever and ever Ask him about that. Get your heart buoyed in it in some wonder. Anchor there, and you will listen. You'll train your thinker, and your feeler will begin to be baptized in the glory of the knowledge of God. Our thinker, this determines our consciousness. We're thinking and we're feeling. That's how you're self conscious. Most of your thinking and feeling has been injected with darkness on a regular basis. Coming from within you and from without you. And so you don't think clearly. You don't feel clearly. One day, 100% we will in our resurrection bodies. But you can make movement toward cleanness and wholeness and health by anchoring your thinking and feeling in who God is. Does that make sense? So I just want to encourage you. Grab glorious Bible verses like this. Grab an attribute about the Lord meditate on it. Take more than a minute to read it. Take five minutes to think about it. Converse with the Lord about it. And I pray, I know He'll begin to sanctify you. So Father, I pray, teach us how to walk after you and to follow you and to be just a people that are rich, rich, rich in the knowledge of God. Amen.